he speaks in understanding to us and once we have access to that light it becomes our prophetic declaration sometimes we act contradictory to what we pray in tongues because whenever you pray in tongues you are praying the will of god so he's praying in tongues and make our praying in understanding the meaning. person that god is allowing the evil to be showing themselves he is now beginning to compromise aborting the process because for purpose we always demand the process if you understand the purpose of god there is prosperity in it your mind will supernaturally be liberated and what you are seeking will seek you call it is grace and our faith is grace and our faith praise the lord and so what i'm teaching you the part one of it the part one is father's love the father's love Praise the Lord. And what I want to teach you about Father's love is to remind you of what those, that love really is and what it symbolizes and how we can receive and enjoy the love. I know some of us, we've done it. We've received, we've enjoyed, or we're enjoying and then we can do more of it. God is love to start with. According to 1 John 4, 16. God is love. I'd like you to let your neighbor know. Say God is love. Look at that scripture. Can we read loud and clear? This is our memory verse. Amen. One, two, three, go. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. And God Let's take it one more time. That's the memory verse. And let's note it. Praise God. Let's read it loud and clear. One, two, three, go. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in his love abides in God. And God. Praise the Lord. Now, the scripture says, God is love. So that means love is not just God's nature. It is not just his name or adjective. Love is who he is. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you say somebody is love personified. Love, so you cannot but love. Are you getting what I'm saying? He cannot but what? But love. For he is love. And so God is love. And then he speaks about he speaks about whoever abides in love, abides in God, and God also abiding in him. Now you've heard some things about love. I don't want to say too many things, but I want to narrow it down to three major things that I, I refer to as basic ways God loves. Number one. And now, don't forget that God does not just love his children. He loves everybody. Praise God. How many of you know that God loves everybody? Uh -huh. He loves everybody. Including those who are doing evil right now. He loves everybody. He loves everybody. Including those who are doing evil. When I say those who are doing evil, I've summarized everything. Praise God. And you know the summary now. Uh -huh. He loves everybody. He loves everybody. He loves the witch. 
he loves the sorcerers, he loves you, get what I'm saying? The killers, the murderers, he loves everybody. And so number one way by which God loves, and this is first, you know, I have come to share with you the summary of how God loves. Number one way is mercy. Mercy. Somebody say mercy. mercy. Yes. Mercy is God's compassion. Mercy is God's compassion. Some scriptures refer to it as God's pity on us. God's compassion. God's compassion. Psalm 145, I want us to read from verse 8 to 9. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Don't forget God is love. And if he is love, he will never be lacking compassion. He will not be lacking mercy. You see that? So the scripture says, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to hunger, and great in mercy. So this is the reason why people pray to kill, and they don't get that person killed. The person you want to kill, God is slow to hunger, and great in mercy. Now, he's slow to hunger and great in mercy. Is low to anger and great in mercy. Now, you are fast in anger, but God is slow in anger. So, now, he's not going to answer the prayers as you want it. Because he is slow. The person you want to kill, the mercy is on him. The mercy is on her. Lord, let there be judgment now. This wicked Public officers. Praise God. <laughs> he's slow to hunger, but you see, as you grow in him, you too will be slow to hunger. Uh, you first start fast. You fast. You are fast. You are very fast to get angry. The Bible says God is slow to hunger. That's a lot of maturity there. So you see, slow to hunger and great in mercy. I remember one day I went to pray. Um, I have about 10 ways you can enjoy God's mercy because there's a way you can deliberately attract and magnetize the mercy. One of them is by having mercy on others. I went to mountain to pray and I was coming back. I think God was just looking for a way to communicate to me better. So I met somebody who spoke by the Spirit just as I was descending the person. So he said some things that confirm. So I think God just first allowed him to speak because I won't listen. He said things that confirm. You know, you don't give prophecy when I have not heard about it from God before. Uh-huh. Your prophecy is to confirm what God has told me before. That's a proper New Testament way of receiving prophetic words. So nobody tells your life or coordinate or remote or controls your life with prophecy. Praise the Lord. Amen. The scripture says, Bible says, we have a more sure word of prophecy. There is no prophecy anybody is saying anywhere as as powerful as the prophecy of the scripture. I hope that is clear. And so you don't look for prophecy. Read your Bible. I hope we are said to that. Uh-huh. So, I have interacted with God 
And there are certain revelations in my spirit. And so when he came along and he spoke along that line, I said, oh, okay. Uh, and sometimes you don't even ask like you have, it's, it's, you have the confirmation, you know, the person, you know, just, oh, okay, thank you. Oh, all right, thank you. So that his head will not be swelling. So they don't miss on, they don't miss out on the necessary point. Because he said one last point. He said, be having mercy on people. That time. I'm not sure I would have been able to pastor you like this. If God did not, I consider that a special encounter that involve a third party. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I was tough to the bone. Tough. And it's not impossible. Whoever released himself would have been probably breaking through massively by now. But out of 10, maybe two will be able to stay. At another time, my mother called me and sat me down. And you know, there's a way God just wired things through people that he knows you can listen to. Just called me and said, you know, myself and your dad concluded and said that you are tougher than us. That nobody puts church together and be this tough. Nobody. It was almost like being a ruthless person. That we should have, you know, you should know this, you should know this. You are off. No time. <laughs> no time. I remember an associate pastor then who were raised that in a tough way. And when people are doing presentation like this, we just say, you are not thinking. Can you see what you have said? And, you know, when he's speaking to people like that, I mean, if you look at it, the, two, the people he's talking to, they, some of them talk their department. I even know what, so when, one day, I was led by the spirit. Ah, I look at, if we are going like this, none of us will be thinking in this church. So I called him, I said, look, I've been laboring to upgrade people's mind. Stop telling them they are not thinking. He was forced to be quiet the, the next two, three meetings after that. He couldn't talk throughout. Because you are not thinking is the main contribution in the meeting. Say, no, no, no. When you see people that are very extremely given to intelligence, one day he visited me, went to the library, then we see a bookshop, Wisdom Hill, went to the library, picked about eight books or ten books, paid for it instantly, came to my house the following weekend or something, by that weekend, it was on the, already on like the third book. I'm not, it's, it's, it's like that. It's not, it's not that he's uh, faking it. You're not thinking he's right. But it can demoralize people. You can imagine those days. Music. You can imagine if he's now now. Praise the Lord. This, if a man look at you after your presentation and say you're not thinking, what do you think God is thinking? What, what do you think? The Bible says he's merciful, full of compassion, slow to hunger, and great in mercy. Give us next verse. Next verse. The Lord is good to how many? To her. And his tender mercies are over all his works. The mercy is on son. The mercy is on the moon. It doesn't send you what you are discovering as a scientist. The mercy is on all the galaxies. 
Now, mercy is on all the creation. Praise God. And that is why everything is still in place till now. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34. You know, in Romans chapter 9, verse 15, he said, I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion upon, and I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy on. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. Can we say that loud and clear? Can we read loud and clear? Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good and his mercy endures forever. Somebody say his mercy endures forever. Now, we can look at this mercy, listen to this, if God's love is expressed as compassion, then even in that compassion, it is definite and specific in certain ways. And I want to share that with you. Number one is forgiveness. Number one, the key, the key major reason why God will have mercy on you, first and foremost, is what? Is forgiveness. 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 Psalm 86, verse 5 and 6. Psalm 86, verse 5 and 6. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. You see that? Can you see that? Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the voice of my supplication. Go back to that. Verse 5. You see? He said, it's abundant in mercy. And abundant in mercy. God is always ready to forgive. As if he knows you are going to fumble. Praise God. Is always ready. <laughs> and this is David speaking here. Can you see New Testament here? Is always ready. No wonder he says that if any of you, he say, if any of you say you have an heart, you have an heart, it's always ready to forgive. But that's not the license to see. But it's so full of mercy that one of the specific things he does with that mercy is to forgive. And it's not just to forgive, always ready to what? To forgive. Praise God. He's always ready to forgive. He's always ready to forgive. (laughs) He's always ready to forgive. Micah chapter 7 verse 18. Micah chapter 7 verse 18. Who is a God like you? pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage, he does not retain his anger forever. You see that? Because he delights in what? In mercy. Can you see that? Pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. Yes, verse 19. He will again. Does that mean that they have always been enjoying the compassion, forgiveness? Can you see? He will again. Praise God. Now, this, I say again, it's not a license for, for sinning, but you can see it there. He will again. He will again. I remember a, a businessman, happens to be a friend, I mean, told me, he said, Forget what these people are saying. Forget what these people are saying. That at a certain level, there's no bribery. It's just that they've mastered certain things before they get there. 
You know, there are people that, that don't believe that if everything is legit, you can do some things legit, uh, legitimately. Say, for example, this person is a spiritual person. He is born again. He said, look, I imported the machine, the, the custom, the, 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 the. they said that then we are not even going to give you the normal fare you're supposed to pay. We are going to double it if you are not going to do what we are saying. There are so many voices that are silenced in nations of the world. Go to court, you meet us there. Call the law enforcement agent. What do you have? Frustrated the guy. The machine got hooked until he had to, because of his faith. You see, that thing you call PR is bright. He will always have compassion on her. When you are giving bribe, you know you are giving bribe. He will always have, com- somebody say, mercy, Lord. You know your company, how you have helped them to cut corners. Say, mercy, Lord. He will always, because I wonder why the grace and the power of God don't flow as before. Too much impurity. In a very impurity, in a very, very modernized and official manner. Are you getting what I'm saying? He will always have compassion on us. And we, so, Pastor, nobody wants to go back to the village. What shall we do to be saved? Receive compassion, first and foremost. Are you getting what I'm saying? Somebody say, Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you will say, In Jesus' name, the devil will say, What are you saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, Get out. He said, Keep shot. That's the devil replying, You're in Jesus' name. Because there is impurity somewhere. That is why we need compassion. And we subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. Father, we thank you. We thank God because Jesus blotted out our sin, you remember? And gave us victory. Somebody say, I have victory. See, I have victory over sin. So, the love of the Father expressed as compassion to forgive us. Is that clear? James chapter 2 verse 13. Then I go to the next one. Forbearing. Forbearing. For judgment is without mercy. To the one who has shown no mercy, mercy triumphs over our judgment. Daniel chapter 9 verse 9. Forbearing. Forbearance is tolerance. Forbearance is what? Is tolerance. To the Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him. The next one is giving, that is generosity. Generosity. Compassion expressed as generosity you will realize that you can't be rich without God's mercy. You can't be giving anything without God's mercy. In John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave. One of the things God gives generously is eternal life. That he does what? That he gave. That he gave. That whoever, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have 
everlasting life. John 10, 10 says, thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come to give you life and abundant life. I've come that you may have life and enjoy abundant life to the fullest. You see that? So he gave his only begotten son that we might have eternal life, abundant life to the fullest. And it's all on the platform or premise of God's mercy. You see that? Of God's mercy. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us. Look at verse 5. Look at verse 5. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you are being saved. So he gave us eternal life. That's what it means to make us alive. To make us alive. In Hebrews 4, 16, he said, come to the throne of grace that you might receive mercy to find help. You see that? To find help. Psalm 23, verse 6, he said, goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for, that's the gift of eternal life, for ever. That's the gift of eternal life. Mercy. Somebody say mercy. So that mercy is specifically now demonstrated in, as forgiveness for bearing tolerance and giving. The giving. Like Bible says, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of light. You remember? Aha. Of him there is no variableness. You remember James chapter 1 verse 17. I want us to be seeing scriptures so that we can be students of scripture. Every good and Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and come down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of thorny. One of those gifts, look, listen, you know, when I say generosity, it means that you can't have provisions from God without God's mercy. Are you getting what I'm saying? In actual fact, on earth, nobody really had anything. It's God's mercy. We have to understand it. We have to understand it. Some unbelievers have money, truly, but look, the Bible says he allowed rain to fall on believers, on the saints, and the what? And the sinners. Look, even if he evoke a demonic spirit to bring money to you, and the demon bring the money, it's because God is merciful. It's because God is merciful. You know, in some cases, it's the one that invoke the spirit to bring money that now begins to distribute money. Because the reverse is the case. In some cases. Or, you know, we used to hear funny stories then where they would say, the Baba will put corn down and bring fowl to come and pick. How many of you have heard what I'm talking about? Uh, put corn down and bring fowl to come and pick. And it's that time the fowl is not ready to, the chicken is not ready to pick any corn. Because maybe the chicken is just used to taking uh, uh, layers and uh, 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 all those their foods. So even if you bring a local chicken, it is that time. I just pick one and wait for another thirty. Wait for another thirty minutes to pick another one. And you are begging the chicken, please pick more because those those are the numbers over your years. 
The more they come, the more you live. The more they come, the more you live. So some people, all the money they're supposed to spend in 50, 60 years, they are spending it in three years. They have sold their soul to devil. And it's happening among young people now. Because they want to drive banks that will soon expire. It's only God, and you know God's message is still, see, I've seen people who have been into this, um, what do you call it, um, cyber fraud and all that. And then the one came to me, back in those days, the first one I would see, he said, Pastor, I'm beginning to have, when you say heaviness of heart, something like, you know, the chest pain and all that. He said, and the Baba warned me. That me, I don't need this. I shouldn't be part of them. But pastor, I was not really part of them, but I follow them. You know? But, ah. he said, I said, oh, so who are the them? He said, pastor, you see this set of vehicles being used? Rovers. You remember rovers? He said, these vehicles on campus there. You know, it's God that is slow to hunger. I was quick in anger. I almost, I almost killed him there. <laughs> what are you looking for? What is your problem? It was even one of the people that were working for one of our companies. So he was afraid he was going to die. How can chicken pick just three cones? That's three years. Someone say, Mercy Lord. Mercy, Lord. I am telling you, people are in bondages. Somebody by the word of faith, a word of, word of knowledge, was speaking in the congregation. He said, You are supposed to die. And you are here. And a man came in um, Agbada like this. He said, by tomorrow I'm supposed to die. That they, are, they summoned him from his shrine. People are going through a lot. The reason why it looks like you are not, you are not having a lot is because you are not going through a lot. <laughs> you need to flow with God. So that you can have a lot of God's blessings. Are you getting what I'm saying? But the other way around, you have to go through a lot with them. Somebody say mercy. mercy. Every good and every perfect gift. The reason why it's perfect is because God is not asking for your soul in return or in exchange. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have enough money. You, okay, let me give you an example. Give us um, Proverb 18. One of the good things that God gives us and perfect thing is Proverbs 18.22. Proverbs 18.22. By his mercy, don't think because you are handsome. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. You'll find out in this teaching that favor can't function except on the pedestal of mercy. Favor, the grace of God, flows through the pipe of mercy. Are you getting what I'm saying? And obtain favor from the Lord. Finds a good thing. So that means people marry a lot of ladies that are not wives. For what Bible calls wife is not what the culture gives. It's not what a religion can give. For Bible to have said wife is only Bible. So I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. You can, a court can say, this is your wife now. Haven't, you know, made these vows, you know, and all that. But that's legally. But in terms of divinity, the, the God's blessings 
the originality, what is really called wife. That's why you, God can join you together and give you a wife, and you might not have favor. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. It might be a bad thing you have married. A culture, tradition, whatever can you can just look for a very good person for yourself, but I mean it's it's not enough to be good, but it has to be favorable. That's a perfection there. Every good gift and every perfect gift come from the father. Father, from the father is a, as a result of God's demonstration of his love. If he gave you Jesus, Paul says, How shall he not freely give us all things? He couldn't spouse. Including good job. Are you getting what I'm saying? Stop thinking you earn or you deserve those things by your labor. Start thinking of God's mercy. But that does not mean you will not labor or work hard, have good grades. Are you getting what I'm saying? And ten seminars, you know, scale up and do whatever you can do in your capacity. But as you do them, you must acknowledge God's mercy. Somebody say, mercy, Lord. So God's compassion demonstrated, number one, as forgiveness, as tolerance, number two, that is forbearing, number three, generosity. And then number four, faithfulness. God doesn't just demand loyalty. He is also loyal. Psalm 100 verse 5. Psalm 100 verse 5. Quickly. Make it, make it joyful. Psalm 100 verse 5. We have seen it. Read it now. For the Lord is good. And his faithful love. What version is this? CSB. Okay. Read again, please. For the Lord is good, yes. And his faithful love endures forever. Bible says God's love is faithful. Glory to God. You see that? And his faithful love endures for Lamentation chapter 3 verse 22. Lamentation chapter 3 verse 22. So God is loyal. God is loyal. Through the, through the Lord's message, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Can you see that? Faithful. Next, verse 23. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So the compassion confers on us God's faithfulness. So that is why he says that, you know, let me give you an example of his oath to us as a faithful God. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. You must know that God is faithful because you will be, see, you will be, you will be, you will be, you will feel forsaken. Let me put it that way. Are you getting what I'm saying? You, God, devil will shake you. Life will toss you to and fro. Are you getting what I'm saying? You go through turbulent time. Jesus went through it. And Jesus is a living perfect mother. So if Jesus went through it, he showed us 
how you can find yourself in storm and speak to the storm. Are you getting what I'm saying? The reason is because God is faithful. Sammy says that is ever-present help in times of need. Somebody say God is faithful. Uh -huh. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Yes? Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When is your authority? It doesn't mean you are not going to face you. Face challenges, yes. Teaching them to observe all things, all things that I have commanded you, and lo. Can you see that? Let's read that together. One, two, three, go. I am with you always, even to the end. That's faithfulness. Praise the Lord. Let me preach to your neighbor. Say, He's with you. Say, God is with you. Say, regardless of what you're going through, God is with you. Say, men may not be with you, but God will always be with you. Glory to God. Say to yourself, say, God is with me. Glory to God. You see that? Now, God won't say now because you're now, you're now indebted or you're bankrupt, I have to excuse you till you're able to pay your debt. You get what I'm saying? He's forever with you. I like, you know, I saw something that somebody said. He said, well, when you say you belong to a family, and he said, well, I just won, um, what, what do people, is it lottery or something? I just won lottery, um, $100 million. Everybody say, we won. You know, there's a way you can see somebody's success as your success because it's the same family, praise God, whether biological or spiritual family. Else you'll get into envy. We won. But let the person be bankrupt. He is bankrupt. Praise the Lord. Uh -huh. It's only God that is consistent in every situation and constant. Are you getting what I'm saying? Men always desire to want to be faithful. Don't you desire to be faithful? Are you always consistently faithful? Are you, do, you, do you know what it means for somebody to wine and dine with Jesus and told Jesus, Jesus, we are not, you are not going to die. Ooh. He said, you will, you will deny me. He said, no, no, Jesus. I mean, if, everybody, I mean, if I deny you, the old disciples are gone. I mean, Peter, if I, if I deny you, that's the end of your ministry. Because these guys, I'm the one putting everybody together. Is it Thomas that will not deny you? Is he Andrew that is already calculating how he's going to settle with his family? Is, you know, is he Philip that does not know the difference between the father and the son? Who will not deny? If I deny you, if me, Peter, deny you, I, you walk on what I walk. It's just some few instances that I could not undo things. I had to rush to you that Jesus, don't you care we perish? And you spoke to the storm. And I've mastered it. I can also speak. Ah. Uh -uh. Jesus, but we beat, I mean, you can't, uh, we stay with you three and a half years. How many years do people stay in school? If school should run normally. I'm not talking to you because some of you that went to our, our public school, you spent six years studying four years course. A four years course should be like three and a half years. He denied Christ. But thank God we have the grace of God now. Are you getting what I'm saying? We have the spirit of God. Praise God. Lift up your right hand and say, I receive grace to be faithful to the Lord. And you say, Amen.
Now, but I'm telling you, God is ever faithful to you, regardless of what you're going through. Hallelujah. Somebody say, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. You know, sometimes when you review, I remember that song, You are faithful, you are kind, so faithful. It's a revelation of that faithfulness that brought that song. A revelation of that faithfulness. Please, let me tell you, there are certain things you will go through, you will not see pastor. Especially somebody like me. You will not see me. I'm not the first person that says you will not see me. Even Jesus said it. You know Jesus said it. <laughs> and he says it me. You have to have a direct flow with God. God forbid your husband slap you. Will you see me? At the scene? Am I Holy Spirit? Yeah, some of you are praying now. You are praying that God, I want to go to, uh, I'm relocating to Australia. That's how someone came to me and said, myself and my family are relocating to Australia. He's in Australia now with his family. Anything happening there? Will you see me? Do you know how far Australia is to Nigeria? Do you know how far Australia is to Nigeria? Australia is on its own. As in, even on the map, is on its own. From other nations. Australia. <laughs> Just London here. You won't see me. What am I saying? No way. <laughs> <laughs> it's only God that is Emmanuel. Are you getting what I'm saying? God with us. That is why your faith, I teach so that your faith could be in God. So that you will have fellowship with him. Just like John spoke. Do you understand? He said, this thing that we have seen, that we have heard, that we have handled, he said, it's a fellowship that we are calling you into so that you experience the same. God is faithful. Let it sink into your heart. Father's love is demonstrated as his word, faithfulness. He doesn't abandon his own. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 31. I'll give you one more scripture. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not forsake you, nor destroy you, nor forget the covenant of your fathers, which he swore to them. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17 to 18. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17 to 18. Therefore, 17. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren, like us. All right? That's talking about Jesus. That he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation for the things of the people. Now, let me quickly, because of time, go to the next two. You know, I told you there are three ways. Number one is what? Mercy. mercy. That is the compassion of God. So, mercy is more or less like a, a pipe through which the in a oil of grace flows through. All right? Uh -huh. Mercy is like a shower, you know, from which you get the a refreshing of grace. So without mercy as a platform, 
there can be grace manifesting to transform our lives. If I have the opportunity, I will go in depth and run a series on mercy on his own. I run a series on mercy on his own. God has taught me a lot of things about mercy. A lot of things. A lot of things. So the next one is grace. Grace. Somebody say grace. You know, when you see somebody doing some exceptional thing, you know that it is grace. That's when you see somebody say, we celebrate grace. Praise the Lord. Amen. And nobody really celebrates mercy. They don't know that grace is not grace without mercy. We celebrate grace. <laughs> Give us John chapter 1, verse 14. I'm sure you know John chapter 1, 1 to 5. In the beginning, was the, word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And everything that was made was made for him, or there was nothing that was made without him. Go to verse 14. And it talks about that word having life, then the light became the, the um, light everyone that comes into the world. He said, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. This is the living word, Jesus Christ, dwell among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This is John account. He was telling us what happened. All right? That's why he used the word we beheld. All right? So now we behold his glory. Beholding, but we with unveiled face. Beholding as in a mirror. Glory to God. You get what I'm saying now? Okay. Now, he said, we beheld his glory. You see that? The glory of the only begotten of the Father. As at this time, it was the only begotten. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, he's no more the only what? Begotten. After he resurrected, he's no more the only begotten. Because all of us are begotten. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we are begotten of the Father. Somebody say, I'm the begotten of the Father. Yeah, all of us are now. He has called sons to glory, according to Hebrew. So he said, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now we heard it's full of compassion, right? Aha. Uh -huh. Now we are hearing it's full of grace. Not only grace, it's full of truth. So the last two is grace, and the third one is what? Truth. Now I'm not going to dwell so much on grace, but I need to touch some area. You know you are saved by grace, right? We read it the other time in Ephesians chapter 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. You can give us the 8 and 9. Give us the 8 and 9. Let's see what 8 and 9 says. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that none of yourself, it is the gift of God. So your salvation by grace. Titus 2, 11. The Bible says in Titus 2, 11, that the grace of God has appeared to all men. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all Amen. Look at the next one. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly laws, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. So you need grace to live holy. Can you see that? It's not just for salvation. Can you see that? To also live righteously. You need grace. Do you get what I'm saying? To break free from addiction. You need grace. It's much more... You know when you say the just shall live by faith? It's because God is directly you know, speaking to us that this is our responsibility. It's more or less like the just shall live by grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh -huh. If you want to live prosperously, I will show you. Denying all 
kinds of worldly lusts, ungodliness, living soberly, righteously and godly in this present age. Mm. In this present age. You know, he told, he told Timothy to tell the rich guys in his church. He said they should be humble. They should behave themselves. They should know that it's God that gives everything to richly enjoy. Do you remember? If you don't remember, let's go there. First Timothy chapter 6, let's read from verse 6 or so. I want to believe I'm right. First Timothy. No, 2 Timothy chapter 6. Is that 2 Timothy chapter 6? Have you seen it? 2 Timothy chapter 6. Yes. Chapter. No, no, okay. It's 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 also. 16, 17. Sorry. Command those who are rich in this present age, if you are rich, listen. Somebody say, I'm rich. I'm rich. Because you don't want to listen. Because you think you are poor. You are rich in Jesus' name. <laughs> command those who are, so I'm commanding you, in this present, not to be healthy, not to trust in uncertain riches. Don't trust your bank accounts. Stop all those rubbish. How much do you have there? One billion. Uh, in the history of this nation, there are people you don't hear about them now. They were the people that shook things then. You don't hear about them. I have to go and research about some people. If I mention a name now, you cannot know who the person is. And it shook not only Nigeria in terms of having money in the history of this country. I'm not even talking about MKO. I'm talking about... <laughs> he said not to be healthy, not so to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us... Can you see that? Who, so who gives riches? Who gives riches? Because you can think you earn it. You can think you earn it. I'm so intelligent. There's nothing wrong about being intelligent. I saw some guys, you know, that were being asked some simple questions. I won't say more than that. You could see that is is. Uh, God bless their empty heads and lovely hearts. It was very disheartening. How can influencers not know anything? The summation of all the angles in the triangle. <laughs> the picture of 100, 100 Nera note. Azigu. The first president of this nation, of Basanjo. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, please, you are better go and humble yourself. 35 years below, let's just conclude that we don't know as we think we know. Just go and humble yourself. Because all those questions are not all current affairs. If we say we don't teach history in school, so what's wrong with mathematics, simple science? What's wrong? You better go and, so that you don't repeat the same thing when they ask you. The longest river, the highest mountain, where is which continent? You, basic things of life. People don't know. It's deep. See, let me tell you something. Okay. We are not live now. Are we live? We are not alive, but we are alive. Praise God. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Make sure you deal with ignorance in your life. It's worse than demon. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's worse than devil. 
That's why you cannot hold anybody responsible. You can't blame anybody. This person who refused to help me. This person who you have refused to help yourself. Because you are ignorant. I was speaking to somebody. I have some books in my, in my library that I found. That I, somebody came to clean my house. He said, is this person selling books? The woman came to clean my house. She was asking somebody that too. He said, does this person sell books? <laughs> so when we were packing recently, I'm doing some little renovation, and then I found out that there are books that I should have read again. And there are many books that I've not read. I didn't know when I said it, that I need a break from now till December. And I will, I will resume back to church January 1st. And you'll be fine. See, let me tell you something. I'm, not, I'm going to be a pastor that breaks rules. You know that I am not the high priest. <laughs> Jesus is the high priest. In this denomination, I am the senior pastor. There are so many pastors. You heard one on Wednesday. I am the senior pastors. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't even care. I'm yet to, to listen to whatever he said. If he says rubbish, you have better corrected him. Look, somebody else might come on Wednesday. Whether you like it or not, we are going to live long together. Not that I will be prophesying it. Not that I will prophesy it. I will now live, sh- I will now live short. You know, long. It's short. <laughs> and you will now live long. No. We do here. Yeah. <laughs> Amen? Uh-huh. But kill ignorance. Kill ignorance. It's not, it's not good to be pretty. I lack intelligence. It's terrible. You will attract things that will embarrass you. You attract shame. It's not good to be shapey. Don't, don't put, see, listen to me. Don't put, that's why Peter says, he said your adornment, your, your, um, all your efforts shouldn't be on your outward appearance. He said upgrade your inward, inward person, personality. Invest on your soul, your spirit. Is it bad to look Nice? No. I didn't know when they, on my professional group, that's where they brought it, that's where I saw it, the, the video, on my professional group, engineering group. And the man made a remark. He said, can you see these generations of empty this, empty that? He, he finished our generation. How identify with the generation? Finished our generation. We have oldest professors, vice-chancellor, former vice-chancellors on that group. And I made a little comment. I transfer it because you can't really talk like that. I transfer it to somebody that should hear. And I made a little comment. I said, most celebrities are not cerebral. It's better you are not known. No. Don't seek to be known, but have impact. I hope that is clear. There's nothing in favor. I tell you the truth, I lie not. What are you influencing? Let's leave. Give me the scripture. You know, I was reading a place, said, tell them to humble themselves. God gives everything richly. Humble yourself, it's God. It's still grace that makes you rich. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 9. 
Look at what Paul says about grace. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 9. I'm trying to say a lot of things. If you check while on our way there, just keep it there. In Romans chapter 5, verse 1, you know it's by grace of God that you are justified, right? And Bible says you even stand in this grace. Do you remember? In Romans chapter 5, verse 2, you are better note it and go and study it. You don't compromise by grace. For Bible says we stand in this grace. We stand in, somebody say I stand in grace. Uh-huh. The standing of righteousness is in grace. Jesus is grace personified. For Bible says that the grace of God has appeared to all men, teaching us. So our greatest teacher is Jesus, the Holy Spirit. For I am the least of the apostles, who I am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. Please be careful of hierarchical order. I am the CEO. Somebody say I'm the least. That is the junior officer. Is that not what it means? I'm the least of the apostles. Be careful. God is much more concerned about your heart. And people are really concerned about your impact. That's why God can break protocols for whoever acknowledges grace. Look at it. For I am the least of the apostles who am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. I had an history. So God is saying that regardless of the history you have, Grace of God can show up in your life that we erase all those errors. Praise God. And color your future. Amen? <laughs> you remember all those our old definition of grace? It covers errors and colors effort. Praise God. Look at this. But by the grace of God. But by the grace of God. I had that history. But by the grace of God. So when the grace shows up in my life, it's a different thing entirely. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is there anybody that does not have some past funny, funny stuff? There's hardly anybody. Maybe there are people that were born in the Holy Ghost there, naturally. All right? Look at it. You know, the reason why some people behave themselves is because they have some bad past to the extent that anybody can just tackle them at any time. So they, <laughs> they say, you, hey, if you start bringing your card now, eh? all those uh, bloggers will carry you. Hey, they keep shot. We are the one that knows you. <laughs> so, but by the grace of God, I am what I am, and the grace towards me was not in vain. So the grace didn't just get him saved. The grace didn't just get him sanctified. The grace didn't just get him justified. Listen, the grace didn't just get him to deny ungodliness, to live righteously and live holy. Are you still here? Look at it. He said, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not high, but the grace of God which was given to me. So the grace empowers you to labor. If you see somebody that is lazy, is not calling on grace. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. Uh, you think the grace will be there to make you productive, but you need to labor so that the grace can now make you productive. Are you getting what I'm saying? But the grace makes you labor and productive. Do you get the difference now? Uh-huh. The grace actually helps you to be hardworking or hard and smart working because you always like to, because that's smartness sometimes. I suspect that smartness. You just want to cut corners. Take it easy. Because I found out, even by experiment, scientists that come out of mathematician, that shortcuts is longer. Shortcuts are always longer. I don't know if you have seen that, you have seen that experiment. I might bring you one of these days. There's an experiment on it. That if you go through the shortcut, look at it. You have to go like this. 
and you are now going like this. All right? Just, just imagine a graph. You know graph now. You see, remember? <laughs> That's his <laughs> dollar. <laughs> dollar. His dollar you, are, you have in your mind now. I'm pastorly. Now, and then from this top, you are supposed to go like this down, or you are supposed to go up like this, and you are taking shortcuts. It's longer. It's proven mathematically. But I, I know you see, I see again with me in your head, the pastor, but on some shortcuts, pastor. <laughs> so you see now, it says, that they all, that they all, that they all, all the work they did, they were in Jerusalem. Some of them, Samaria, Judea. He went into different, he went into continent, Asia Minor, he went, do you understand? Preaching the gospel. Planted churches. So your productivity depends on grace. So God's love is expressed towards us by the supply of his abundant grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? God's love is expressed towards us by the supply of his abundant grace. Abundant grace. Somebody say, I receive grace. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 6, come to the throne of grace, throne of grace that you obtain mercy to help. So help by the grace of God. When you say God is able to make all grace abounds towards you, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, so that you have all sufficiency of all good things abounding to every good work, is still grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? All grace. Establishment, restoration, firmness, steadfastness by grace. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. He said, May the God of all grace, after you have suffered a while, establish you, restore you, make you firm, set to you. Do you remember? Grace. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, Paul was telling us about his experience. We're going through challenges and going through some stuff and blah, blah. He said, But God told him, My grace is what? Sufficient for you. So when Bible says that when you go through water, it will not overflow. You go through fire, fire will not burn you. It's grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? Aha. Uh-huh. When I walk, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, he said, God is what? For thou art with me. God is with you. That's grace. To go through. Praise the Lord. It's grace. You set a table before me. That's grace. Grace sets table. Amen. You know, my call runneth over. In the presence of my enemy, you set a table before me. In the presence of my, enemy, my cup runneth over. That's grace. Somebody say, I receive grace. Lift up your two hands and pray in the Holy Ghost for 10 minutes, 10 seconds, and receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace as you pray in the Spirit. Say, I receive grace. Psalm 90, verse 17. Pray, I receive grace in Jesus' name. And let the beauty of the Lord our God will be upon us and establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. What is interpreted as the beauty of God here is grace. Praise the Lord. So let's move to truth. Truth. And don't forget, the Bible says that Jesus is full of grace and what? And truth. In John chapter 14, verse Verse 6, he said, I am the way, 
the truth, and what? And life. Now, I heard a scholar saying that he is actually saying he is the way of the truth to life. Praise the Lord. He is the way of the truth to life. You know, Jesus Christ referred to his words as the word of truth. Do you remember? Do you know Holy Spirit is referred to as the spirit of truth? It's also the spirit of love, the spirit of mercy, also the spirit of grace. But we are not really examining that. Give us John chapter 8, verse 31, because I need to close. John chapter 8, verse 31. So Jesus is the truth. Glory to God. His words are truth. According to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, he said, rightly dividing the word of truth. He said, study the word, all right, to become approved so that you will not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word, the word of truth. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believe him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. You are my disciples indeed. Now, if you check the old one, he said, if you continue in my word, he said, and you shall know the truth. So that means the word of God is the compendium of God's truth. And when I'm talking about truth here, hmm. okay, let me read something I wrote here. This is the word and spirit of God from God. Truth is, the God's, is God's word and spirit reigning against falsehood, lies, and anything else contrary to God's will in our life. Example, facts. Praise the Lord. It's not a lie that somebody is sick, especially when it is proven scientifically. You know it's not a lie. Uh, but truth is higher than facts. It's what God has said about your head that is higher than what the medical sciences says. Are you getting what I'm saying? What the economy is saying about your bank account is lower than what God has said that you know the grace of God that you, though he was rich, he became poor, that all of us, through his poverty, might become what? And we have become rich. Praise God. Amen. So, facts. You see, there are believers who dwell in the realm of facts. They are kana. You are supposed to dwell in the realm of truth. And you now subject facts. You will still use facts, but you subject it to truth. I don't know if I guess what I'm saying. It is truth. It is fact that there is gravitational force. And so scientists have come up with machines that use that force. Or that even go against it, like uptrust. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Now, we are not going to need scientists when rapture takes place. The truth will come to play. Are you getting what I'm saying? Aha. God puts gravitational force there. Science discovers it as facts. There is centrifuga. Let's not go there. And you know, the forces of life, the natural principles, don't have respect for anybody. Put the president of Nigeria like this, president of the United States, president of South Africa, President of uh, North Korea, hop on a building, pull them down. Who will get down first? <laughs> eh? All of them will get together. Or will gravitational force say, ah, no, this is United States President. No, no, no. Let him just be going gently. Will gravitational force say, 
that's why the principles of God are applicable to all class, all social strata. Listen to me, everywhere in the world. Is that clear? Uh -huh. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall what? Make you free. We receive grace to know the truth. Yes. So when Bible says Jesus Christ is full of grace and truth, let me tell you the interpretation that came to my spirit. There are other scriptures though, that you can know. Even we cannot worship except it in truth. Are you getting what I'm saying? We can't worship except if it's in what? In truth. Sanctify them with thy word. Thy word is what? Truth. John 17, 17. But I want you to get a concept here. It means that when God has compassion on us, he sent Jesus full of grace and truth. Listen to me. And the Holy Spirit told me. He said, look at this verse very well. He said, for every truth I reveal to you comes by grace. Every revelation that comes to you comes by what? Grace. Good. Did you get that? Did you catch that? Good. Now, grace is more or less like God's power, God's blessing. Listen to it. God's power, outpouring of his power, spirit, anointing, blessing. Take note, blessing, singular. Beyond us, blessing, oil of ease on us to be and to do things beyond us or unimaginable to spread his goodness and to profit exceedingly. Now, I didn't give that before. I just had to give it so that you understand what I'm saying. So what God is saying is that once your eyes open to a revelation in the scripture, you still need grace for it to feature in your life. The revelation, the truth, comes by the revelation of God's, by the, by, by the um, supply of God's grace. And by the supply of God's grace, you can have a revelation about holiness. If you have revelation about holiness, it came by God's grace. And if it comes by God's grace, then you are still going to need that grace to live holy. Okay. Now, listen. Do you know that when the revelation of holiness or revelation, let's use prosperity, because everybody, almost everybody, and people who claim to have revelation of prosperity, they don't really have it. Not that you really have it. Or you have it as letter. You know there is a word of prosperity and there is a spirit dimension of prosperity. Uh -huh. The spirit dimension of prosperity is the grace. Is the grace. I don't have time today to explain it. There is a word of love and there is a spirit of love. It is the spirit of love that truly forgives. The people find it difficult to forgive, they already have the knowledge of love. But they need to operate in the spirit of love. Okay, there is a word of the spirit, but all of us know that there is a spirit of grace, a spirit of faith. No, there is a word of faith that we preach. Is that not how Paul put it? And there is a spirit of faith. He said, well, when it comes to the spirit of faith, we don't preach it. You speak it. We preach the word of faith. You hear it and you know it. And then when it comes to the spirit of faith, it means the word has now mingled with you, become flesh with you. And by now, you are speaking it because the Holy Spirit is now speaking that faith through you. And it's there you can now begin to realize the effect of that faith in your life, the impact of it. So somebody can have a word of prosperity. You still need that supply of grace, the spirit of prosperity, to actually become so restless until it's really, really prosperous. Do you understand? The spirit configures. It's not enough to know it. You must experience it. 
Experiencing it doesn't mean that you now have money, you now have acquisitions, you have acquired things. Experiencing it means that even when the account is still low, there is an assurance in your spirit. It's a realm of intoxication of the world that the spirit himself has now quickened you. You know that you know you can never be poor. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that now sets your brain on a free thinking flow to always magnetize ideas. Even those who are careless with the ideas they are giving, the thing will come to your brain from their own. You'll be smarter. Before you know it, opportunities will be opening up because your spirit is open. Do you get what I'm saying? And you just get information, get information, get information. You put this to work, register that company, put this forward, build for this, build for that. Before you know it, pop, 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 pop. When it happens, it will surprise you. You will say, what have I been thinking? So making money is this easy. So living in good health is this easy. I am telling you. So now, what am I saying? The grace and truth. The truth that functions in your life functions by grace. The truth that you first know, you have to know it. The knowledge is very important. And then the functionality of it, the experiencing of it, first, in, the, in an invisible, in a spirit realm, the experiencing of it, first. I am not praying to be healed. I have the consciousness that I live a healthy life. Are you getting what I'm saying? It has, it's intoxicating. My mind doesn't have a choice than to be configured by the spirit of sound health and sound mind. Do you get what I'm saying? I've told you before that there's an account that must not lack money. Have, have I told you before? There's a consciousness that if it's from Canada, money must come. But you see, faith people have a challenge. They want to earn everything. That will not make you lazy. You'll work, but the consciousness is greater than your work. Because that's what can give you a massive output. Your input is, will always be little, even if you are workaholic. Are you getting what I'm saying? Frustration comes when you put in so much and you get little. So what is the secret to the response to God's Father, to Father's law? It's called Baka, believe. Not Barcelona now. Believe. Number one is what? Someone say believe. John 1, 12. He said, those who receive, believe. As many as received him, to them gave him the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. Look at your neighbor. Say, believe. believe. Do you believe what I just shared with you today? Somebody say, I believe that God is compassionate. He is full of grace. And is full of truth. Now, when I'm talking about truth, there are so many lies in the world. Symptoms are lies. Symptoms are lies. Symptoms can confirm facts. Are you getting what I'm saying? But they do not confirm the truth. The truth says you are healed by his stripes. So, it's a, just a matter of time. That organ will respond to the truth. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I've always said that, that something sounds like it's true does not mean it's the truth. 
Anything that emanates from God is truth. Bible says, by two immutable things, which is impossible for God to what? To lie. So, the revelation of God's words to you is truth. Concerning your finances, concerning your marriage, concerning your business, concerning your career, concerning your studies, whatever God tells you or revealed to you in the scripture is the what? Is the truth. And you need a dimension of grace to live in the reality of it. I said Baka, right? C is confess. What is A? Ask. B, believe. A, ask. C, confess. A, act. Did you see it? Baka. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Please press this keyboard. Father, we thank you. Did you get something? I don't want to teach you a lot of things so that it doesn't... So this is the Father. Matthew 7, 7 to 12. I close with that. God says he's so full of love, he allows sunlight. Sun on the wicked... And on the saints. Do you see that? Do you see that? Do you see that? Look at it. Say, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Yes. He said, for everyone who asks, receive. And who seeks, finds. And who he, to him who knocks, it will be hopeful. Yes. Nine. He said, or oh, what man is there among you? Who, if his son asks for bread, will give him stone. Yes. Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent. Yes. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father, who is in heaven, or will your father, who is in heaven, someone say my father. <laughs> is he your father? Give you, give good things to those who what? To those who what? Ask. Verse 12. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, also do to them. Alright, for this is the law and the prophet. Okay, go to Luke chapter 11, verse 10. Luke chapter 11, verse 10. For everyone who has received and he who sees fine, and to him who knocks, it will be, it will be open. Yes, if a son has for bread from any father among you, will he be given stone? Or if he has for a fish, will he be given serpent instead of a fish? Yes, he says, or if he has for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? Yes, if you then being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. Sometimes we accuse God. He said, evil people serve are nice. Look at it. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who, to those what? The custodian of grace. The custodian of compassion. The custodian of truth is the Holy Spirit. The spirit of love is the spirit of truth. Is the spirit of what? Grace. So now, the same person can tell you he loves you, shows you compassion, reveal the truth to you concerning your marriage, and walk with him. And he also pour his grace on you to make it work. Are you getting what I'm saying? So what you do is to yield yourself to the Spirit, pray in the Spirit until God opens your eyes as you read the Word. And be conscious of this very thing. Lift up your right hand. Can you pray in the Holy Spirit one moment? 
Lift up your right hand. We're about to make some declarations. As you are praying, can you prophesy? Can you prophesy? I receive your grace. I walk in the dimension of your truths. I subdue all lies, all falsehood, all facts to your truths. In the name of Jesus, I experience your truths. I live your truths. Can you declare? Can you pray? Don't be carried away in your thoughts. Pray. As you pray, the Holy Spirit prophesy. I walk with your truth. I see your truth. I know your truth. I receive your truth. By the grace, there is more supply of your grace. I have received your compassion. All my sins are erased. Your mercy concerning every aspect of my life. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Can we rise on our feet? As we give our offering, I want to pray. Can you lift up your two hands? I am praying for everyone. God is able to do. name of Jesus. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? Every grief of lack over our life is completely lost. Amen. That faithless doubt, unbelief, showing in action in the way we respond to the, to the calling of God, to, the, to, to, to things of the kingdom, to giving to the poor, to being generous, 
I am speaking by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is cancelled and sent out of our life in the name of Jesus. We are praying.